Hello everyone this is Shunali Shroff and this is Kiran Manral and we are not your aunties Hello everybody welcome to this episode of Not Your Auntie this is Shunali Kular Shroff and I'm Kiran Manral and today we are going to be talking about something that's taking over our lives and or if not our lives at least our Instagram feeds the paparazzi culture yeah, today's episode is called chasing the paparazzi and usually it's the paps that chase human beings traditionally through history uh it's the paps who chase celebrities we owe princess diana's death to that and we owe a lot of scandal reportage to that but the tides have turned now now it is celebrities who are chasing the paparazzi and kiran here has some very interesting quotes <laughs> on the subject interesting yes so i read something really funny the other day shanale i read an interview with viral bhayani whom you know is one of our best known most famous most sought after paparazzi mm. photographers and he said something to the effect of i'm going to say this not verbatim even if an atom bomb is fallen he said you have to go and click because bollywood celebs will be at the hospital <laughs> i thought that was so damn honest of him because A, he does not care whether he's alive or not after the bomb has fallen. Yeah. B, he knows that he has to go and click celebs. That's true. That's true. There's some truth in that. Even as people are dying, they'll be scrolling their Instagram feeds to see who showed up where. I was at a, I was at a chotha of a, a very popular family friend who knew a lot of Bollywood people a month ago, and um, I was. This was my first Bollywood chotha. Uh, in the last decade at least and i i noticed that people had put in a lot of effort into how they were looking the celebrities uh, or you know ha- half way famous people of people famous for being famous <laughs> and there was so much care that and thought that had gone into their chotha looks okay that there's chotha looks and there's airport looks and i think the credit for creating this culture at least in our country really goes entirely to Uh, Viral Bayani, Manav Manglani, that's and uh, his contemporary, and Yogesh Shah, who I believe started it all when he went and stood outside Subhash Kai's daughter's wedding. He, he was told very clearly by Subhash Kai. He says that you're not allowed to enter. He said, but I can stand out and click photographs, and that's how it all started. How brilliant is that, though? <laughs> uh, because see, these are the people. Today, I had a chat with Viral uh, because I knew we were going to talk about this, and I, I've known him from. nearly two decades ago so i was talking to him i was catching up with him after forever he used to even i mean you know if i had a little party and i needed a photographer for my child's birthday party i used to call you again show sure, viral because i've known them from before and they'd send somebody or come themselves very I, nice guys i do remember viral was there at the launch of your book yes. at kitab khana that's right because i that well, he was that's right yeah. that was viral yes. so i've known him since you know we were handling premieres at fame and he used to come and these guys used to come and they were all very sweet and you know what viral said today he said i realized that people i'm selling photographs to today are driving bmws and i was still driving i was still riding in autos oh. and i decided to take the power back in my own hands and he said so did my contemporaries he said we all decided uh why don't we start uh using our own social media handles Hmm. and even if you don't invite us we park ourselves outside it started with us begging to be part of events and today he said he gets death threats because he has to turn away a lot of clients who want to be featured 
some of them have political contacts uh he some of them have underworld contacts these clients can also be fading movie stars or not relevant movie stars so i said viral tell me who are the real heroes of social media today who get to the most uh, content and who get mm. to the most likes and the most views most yes. views attraction and he said it's urfi javed ah. and it is rakhi sawant oh but i love the way urfi javed has claimed her own space i mean go to go to the airport dressed in those little things she creates and to come out of nowhere and become a star exactly. who's everywhere and and you know she doesn't she doesn't go to the airport to board flights yeah that <laughs> she's not going anywhere she's only going to the instagram pages of these people but that is so subversive isn't it i think it's lovely lovely and abu sandeep featured her in a video recently yeah and she's on the cover of magazines oh she is now well done oh. i think this is it we first reviled her mm-hmm. and now we admire her Hmm. because she's standing by herself doing these strange outfits and uh, titillating the audience but she has agency and she's owning it completely she's exactly. owning what she does and it's fabulous i mean it's much better than everybody going out there dressed to the tee at the airport with carefully dressed with the help of stylists yeah yeah exactly and with their pr people having told the press uh, people that we're going to be there at this time whatever 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 yeah. click us That's fun to watch. I mean, but how much do you watch somebody getting in and out of cars all the time? You'd be surprised. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm ashamed of myself sometimes. I mean, I know the beauty parlors they frequent. I know how many times in a week they get a blow dry and vaccine <laughs> and vaccine. I know when they're just strolling with their dogs. It's ridiculous the amount of time I spend on this. It is. It's addictive. But I asked him what makes uh, Rakhi and Urfi so special, and he said that they are original. right mm-hmm. he said uh, our audiences is taste are changing very quickly and he said i'm no longer a servant of these movie stars i'm a servant of my audience my followers mm-hmm. and he said rakhi gives us so much content that i keep telling her didi aapne humko rich kar diya aapko khud bhi rich hona chahiye because he said today if she was going to put this all up on youtube can you imagine the amount of sponsorships and the hits she would get and follows she would get instead she goes to the gym comes in front of the camera says her original piece to camera uh, and he said uh, the the my viewers lap it up my followers lap it up and it's the same with urfi mm-hmm. he said these are the real stars of today and not people who take so much effort and put so much money into looking a certain way to finally only get Vogue magazine to feature you. <laughs> That's a very scathing indictment. It was uh, absolutely, but and I knew who it was. You know what class of people it was directed at. But I mean, that's his take, so that's that's fine. Um, but uh, you know, Rakhi has always been an authentic person. Lover or hater, you can't ignore no, her. No, she's too cute. I love her. I recently I just saw something about her in a movie, cinema hall buying popcorn, and she was asked mode of payment. I know. And she said, "Mood of payment, payment. Mood day. I do mood day payment. Karnega. That was so wonderful and authentic. And I don't care <laughs> if it was. Why the mood of payment? Mood of payment. अच्छा अच्छा. मैंने सोचा mood of payment बोल रही हूँ. Payment mood तो होता ही नहीं है. She's too cute. You know that during the lockdown, she used to uh, on Instagram constantly talk about uh, she'd seen Christ, and she used to keep talking about her love affair with Jesus Christ, and. All these teenagers and kids used to laugh at it, and she used to say, "Mere to Jesus hi hai, Jesus hi hai, whatever." And uh, because she doesn't pretend, it's endearing. Okay, you can be classist, and you know people will t- make fun of her accent or whatever. But I adore her, and my daughter uh, through Instagram started Instagram calling her, video calling, and Rakhi would 
reply on video calls how wonderful and my daughter would say to her along with her friends they would do a, like i think the way to more than one people to video call or maybe they were together and they would say we are big fans and admirers of yours and she would say thank yous because of people like you that i'm still here today or whatever i think she's so honest she's so sincere and she's so she's so crazy in again in a way that is so unique only to herself it's completely authentic her craziness is authentic what too. happened she got married and divorced overnight or something na my maids were talking about it see that's how powerful she is <laughs> you're seeing uska shaadi hua par agle din hi wo ho gaya pata nahi asli shaadi bhi hua ki nahi hua she was crying and saying main to barbaad ho gayi oh lord <laughs> I'm a little clueless about this part of her life. All I know is that she's not in the mode of payment for multiplexes. But she's lovely. She's absolutely lovely as a Zurfi. Who are your favorite airport looks? I I like Deepika Padukone. Okay. I bought the same track pants as her, which I lovely. confessed to you only recently. Yes. Uh, when so, I reached home, uh, and I showed my tracksuit to my kids. This was last week. They said, "Disgusting! Who wears matching track pant and track top?" Oh. So I said, "Oh, I just bought these track pants because I saw Deepika Padukone wearing them today." And they said, "Mama, firstly, she wore it with a different color. Nobody matches the same. You don't. What is it called? They, nobody wears coordinated track suits. Uh, you do mix and match now. And secondly, uh, why are you wearing Adidas?" I said, "Why? What's wrong with Adidas now?" Uh-huh. So there's like, see, Deepika wears it because she's the brand ambassador. Like, can you not get like Lulu lemons for yourself? <laughs> I got upbraided by my kids. I said, "No, I'm going to stick with this." So when I wore them, they just basically said, "I'm looking like a loser and a real wannabe," which is okay. I can live with that. Whatever I do in any case, there's no winning their approval. Yeah, you know, but I love the way Deepika looks. She's she just, does. You know, even if she's put together, it looks very all natural. Yeah, Deepika carries herself well. It's very fascinating to see this whole strut and stride and smile and wave and. Uh, perfectly blow dried hair just to catch a flight it's so much pressure don't you feel they might be living with so much pressure yeah i'm sure they are but if they are the ones the pr people are informing uh viral uh, bayanis of this world to come and send send his team of photographers there then clearly they are benefiting and getting something from it mm, that's true i think also the audience's uh, memories really like now uh, a goldfish's memory and uh, you're only as relevant as your last big outing so the, now the big outings are going to the airport <laughs> but i'm thankful that they brought in uh, nice flowing salwar kameezes back into fashion with nice jutis oh, they I'm, have. i'm happy to see those being worn i think yara advani yeah a lot of them yeah so it's uh, comfortable and also nice quads have become respectable i can show them to my mother and say see she's wearing them at the airport yeah, it is not a night, suit. Like a night suit yeah. yeah you know it sort of gives me some legitimacy when i land up at her home yeah. and she says what have you come at here with a night suit How have you stepped out of the house wearing yeah, this? Yeah, I know they wouldn't understand fashion. Yeah. If if they did understand fashion, then it's time for us to change our fashion. You know that, right? <laughs> no generation before you should really get your fashion. Mama, this is retro, as my son says. I said, no, beta. I am retro. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, what did you think about the Met Gala? Fascinating the as Gala always. Yeah. Uh, theme. Fascinating as always. Cats everywhere. Fluffy cats, angry cats, cats with pearls, yeah. and our very own Alia Bhatt, dressed as a cake, a wedding cake, <laughs> dressed in pearls and white, and perhaps a little cake, a little. She's very cute. Life, I feel yeah. bad even saying this about her because she's really lovely. She's lovely. The dress was lovely, but I think it was not meant for her. You think the dress was lovely? It was a nice dress. Maybe it would have worked on 
somebody a little different, a more statuesque person. Mm. But that's my take on it. It belonged well, to Disney, and yeah. it belonged to a, a wedding cake. You needed a little wand in your hand with a star on it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, she's lovely, and she carried it off as the best that she could. And I think it's. I'm glad to see her there in the first place. I see her. Yeah. And also, I like that there was no war paint on her face. She looks so natural. She looks so fresh, which is her USP, in fact. Mm-hmm. But I'm getting bored of this uh, Met Gala and this Gala and that Gala also. Didn't now. it we just want... happen? No, some months ago. It happened last year. Some months ago was Bombay's Met Gala. Ah, that was another spectacle all by itself. Yeah, the Dior show and the end. People dressed for the. NMACC opening. Yeah. Yes, that was fun. That was uh, paparazzi having a moment all of their own, all over again, with Gigi, Gigi. Oh yeah, Gigi. And Somebody was calling her Gigi, Gigi. Ekre, ekre. That was so adorable, and I think my favorite moment from that was when a voice—I don't know who it belonged to—a voice in the throng of photographers asking, "Kon hai bhai? Shakira hai bhai? Kon hai bhai?" Really? For for Gigi Adi? <laughs> it was so cute. <laughs> It was adorable, <laughs> and and there was another moment there with uh, Priyanka and Nick Jonas. Yeah, when Nick very gallantly left the uh, let Priyanka have a moment in the sun, and uh, the paparazzi went chicha ji sharma gaye. Oh really? Yeah, because he's known as the country's Jiju, India's Jiju, na. <laughs> yeah, but he's also he's very sweet. So it was. I saw him hand over the mic to uh, Priyanka at the Met Gala uh, in now this one. And so that you know, she can. She was speaking to a reporter without, and the mic was somehow in his hand, and he, you know, sort of offered it to her without, you know, any uh, false sort of, uh, you know, ego or whatever about it. And that is so nice. It's so nice to have somebody who's so comfortable in his own skin. Uh, I asked Viral Bhayani today that uh, what makes Instagram tick somebody's feed. He said, firstly, most people don't know this. Only you have you are supposed to put only four hashtags now. Oh, this is a new Instagram rule. It's a rule. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those new mandates they have that you can't put use more than four hashtags. I'm safe. I don't put any. <laughs> Then he said that. Uh, so he said, I asked him, how did his journey start? He said, you know, I thought one day, why don't I do something which is Pink Villa meets Humans of Bombay meets Film Fair and meets Bombay Times. And he said, "I you have to constantly keep reinventing yourself." So recently, he started posting news clippings. Ah, oh, yeah, that's I've noticed. That's huh. something I've noticed. So he said, "You have to be ahead of the game because the the al- algorithm of Instagram keeps changing. Ah, oh. and because it keeps changing, you can't get too good at something for too long." It sounded so stressful to me. You know, when we, when we were growing up, our parents would say, "Oh, I want my child to be an engineer, doctor." Whatever scientist, but now now they all think want my child to be an influencer, influencer, a famous person on Instagram. And suppose Instagram folds up tomorrow, then what do you do with all that influence? Why are we so fascinated by what we see on Instagram of celebrities going to the gym, going to? A, it makes them uh, seem more real. It's stripping them of stardom, which is actually a disservice to themselves. Does... I don't want to see Malaika go to the gym every day in in invisible pants. But uh, does that keep them more relevant to the audience, even if they, f- it might in the long run strip them of their inaccessibility, stardom? stardom uh, okay, that I'll tell you what it is doing is that um, these people are making their appearances for the paps, not to get more movies. It doesn't translate into more film business for them. It translates into endorsements for them. It translates into uh, people. 
paying them a hefty sum of money to come and cut a ribbon. Okay. And if you look at it, uh, I remember when I first joined Instagram, I used to travel and post pictures, scenic views. And my older one told me that, you know, uh, why would I follow you if I want to see scenic views? I'll follow National Geographic for that. Oh, that was brutal. Yeah, can you insert yourself in these pictures? Because nobody wants to see some picture of a sunset. Boring. And she keeps saying, I want to report your account. (laughs) (laughs) You're so boring, I want to report your account. But I think what it is now is very democratic in a way because it's given a voice to so many people who didn't have a voice Hmm. uh, and who still had originality but no platform to launch themselves from. And the other thing it's doing is that your Instagram page is like, you're the editor of this magazine now. So it's a lot of What content are you going to put, you know, uh, Hmm. on that page uh, for your particular brand of followers? And not all of us want the same kind of followers. Like, I don't want to jump in front of the camera and five changes. Even if that will make Gucci call me and say, we want to gift a new bag to you. Because that's not who I am. I think ultimately it boils down to, it is performative. Everybody has to perform and entertain people to get followers. Uh, Not everybody, I mean, I can't do it. So that's one thing. I can click pictures and post, but I can't be entertaining people. But it is ultimately boiling down to people are leading such high stress lives that they are turning to social media to get entertained and also I don't think they have uh, the attention to devote to a longer show or a longer news program to get the information from is check in check out check in check out I think that's what it is yeah and uh, maybe these uh, reels that the paparazzi put up do fulfill some kind of need to be vicariously involved in a celebrity's life in some way yeah that we are following them we can see them we can know where they go and how they live. dress like people can dress like them yeah. how do they dress like how do they walk how do they behave are they good with the paparazzi are they nasty to them yeah are they kind do they offer them water and sweets or do they shoo them away yeah. and yell at them that's right. i think there's a lot that people glean from those little reels that the paparazzi yeah. put out and uh, maybe some images are crafted, but maybe some images are very real and very honest and very raw. It's fun. It's fun to watch. But I worry about how much of my life goes in watching Mine this. too. I mean, I could have done so much with my time by now. But what do you think about these are celebrities who have done work other than appear on Instagram to become famous? But what explains the reach of people uh, who've uh, become, you know, lifestyle and fashion influencers? Um it's it's very interesting around the world. So I know TikTok is bigger in the Western world, but since we don't have that, um, so many of these girls, uh, that Minawala, what's her first name? Masum. Masum. She's so popular. She gets invited to Khan. She gets invited everywhere. What explains the rise and rise of these people? That is what intrigues me a lot. I honestly don't have any answer. I think it is just a vicarious thrill that uh, the audience gets from seeing them wearing great clothes and living what they think is a good life. You think if you and I did it, we'd get the same kind of following? I couldn't do it. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I couldn't either. But supposing we were put under a spell or in a trance. Uh, No, I think I'm past the sell-by date age. That's why we are not your auntie. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So I don't think we would. Yeah. We are like the silver disobedience of the world. <laughs> oh, but you'd be surprised. Um, Samira Reddy's mom-in-law, during the lockdown, they moved to Goa. And they started cooking up a storm. And uh, she is uh, she's very funny and interesting in front of the camera. And her mother-in-law now does her own show where she talks to the camera and talks about family and talks about cooking and all sorts of things. And so does um, 
who said swimmer nafisa ali nafisa ali yeah. saudi yeah so i think people who are doing stuff and who are relevant will always be relevant in spite of despite their age hmm. i just think that we are not either <laughs> <laughs> we are not chanti <laughs> that's yeah. what we are yeah. But you know, Shunali, what really gets my goat is when kids are being chased by the paps. I don't know whether they're being chased or whether they're being put on display, but uh, somehow I feel that's very intrusive. What do you think about it? I think that anybody who doesn't want to take their kids on a press outing will not take their kids on a press outing. I think that a lot of Bollywood parents know that they are uh, priming their children for a future in front of the camera, and some of them believe that fame on Instagram will just make them comfortable with. the spotlight mm. uh and i think that's exactly what's happening and like we were discussing that there was a time that actors uh complained and got upset if uh, the media uh, if media people intruded uh, you know during a family meal together at a restaurant or something i think now they must be getting upset when that doesn't happen oh but that's such fishbowl lives to have a child lead right from the very beginning it is i mean i think that uh, saif and karina's children are the cutest kids in, i've ever seen on camera and they're out there all the time either you can fight it as a parent hmm. uh, or you can just ignore it i guess they've chosen to ignore it hmm. but different strokes for different folks i if i were a parent uh, a famous parent with children um, poised for stardom later in life i wouldn't expose them so much okay but uh, again everyone looks at this very differently i think this has really become power for the cause hmm. whether you're on your own feed or somebody else's feed we are the ones fueling this <laughs> fueling this but have you noticed a lot of celebs and even people we know will post photos of their children and put an emoji of an evil eye there <laughs> that is so mad like really <laughs> if you're so afraid of the evil i don't post no nazar battu works wonders even if it is a virtual an emoji yeah, yeah it's an emoji it's okay <laughs> And with that this is a wrap on this episode of Not Your Auntie this is Kiran Manral and this is Shunali Kullar Shroff write into us uh, tell us what you liked and what you didn't like i'm at kiran manral on all social media i'm shunali kullar shroff on instagram and shunali shroff on twitter see you next week ciao